See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. Hi, I'm Ann Nocenti, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. You are with your high pressure conchu, Ray, as always. Hello, everyone. Uh, and joining me uh, this episode, again, it's been a little bit of a late late episode. I do apologize, um, but fear not. There will be a slew of episodes to come. Uh, but joining me on this episode this week is none other than the power of Chad, 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 Chad. Been a while. Hey, how you going, Chad? Pretty good. How about you? Yeah, good, good. It's been so long since we've been able to, I guess, touch base. The last time we did kind of lock horns, so to speak, Chad and I did a Let's Get Sheet Faced exclusive episode for the Petrunis it would have been mid to late last year, Chad, I think. Is um, that that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 It was about when we first moved into the place. Mm. Everything was getting situated and just... <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Spoilers, no spoilers. Chad and I um, took some, some shots uh, every so often for particular instances of a Moon Knight comic that we covered. Chad, for the life of me, I can't exactly remember what comic it was now, but that's... You it know, was uh, totally... Down South, I believe. Oh, Down South, okay, because it was totally understandable because Chad and I, again, spoilers, no spoilers, had a little bit too much towards the end of that. We may have to rethink the, the rules for that, Chad, because uh, it felt a little bit ordinary that night. Um, but it was a whole yeah. heap of fun. I'm not sure about you. I uh, I hadn't had that much cracking in a very long time. <laughs> it was kind of weird because I don't know about you. Had to keep appearances up, you know, as we were doing the the show because we we recorded as well for posterity, loonies. It's it's in video format. Um, but keeping, you know, the game face on Chad, I felt fine. But I think once the camera went off and once we said our goodbyes uh, i think i went to dizzy town so so it was uh it was pretty funny anyway anyway loony listeners a, bit, a little bit sidetracked chad is here today um, we got, are going to cover a lunar pick modern run review so if you look up in the night sky my moon faces are a little bit discombobulated because of the tardiness of this episode but when i did look up it was a, a waxing crescent, which meant that we were doing a modern run review. Anything post-2000, uh, Moon Knight. And so Chad and I are going to be looking at Moon Knight Volume 5, Issue 8. It's Part 2 of the Midnight Sun arc, which is the arc that comes after uh, the bottom, Chad. So 
Um, the um, b both written by Charlie Houston. Really good, really fun stuff. Can't wait. Uh, a big thank you, of course, to uh, our Patroonies uh, and our principal sponsors, Odin Odin Sword, Frank the Think Tank, uh, Mario Digicom, and Daniel Doing, as well as Caesar Comics, CLZ Comics, and Dreamland Comics from Schoenberg, Illinois. Um, before having uh, getting to get reacquainted a little bit more, Chad, I just wanted to say that we did, Looney listeners, this is a continuation of a modern run review that we did all the way back in episode 151. So we're in the 300s now. Uh, so we took a little bit of a hiatus, you could say, uh, probably got a little bit sidetracked. Uh, so that was issue uh, episode 151. I believe it was with uh, Geronimo Johnson, Josh Geronimo Johnson. Uh, and uh, so that was part one of Midnight Sun. So Chad and I, we, we talked about, we'll probably do a little bit of a recap because it's been so long for seven, um, but mm -hmm. we'll get definitely get stuck into eight. Um, so yeah, Chad, uh, as, as you mentioned, we had a little bit of a talk before hitting the, the red button, but uh, since you know our last conversation on the show, a new place, uh, you're telling me a lot of um, stock, livestock? Uh, what are they, not, are they pets? <laughs> I mean, they do produce um, for you, do they? Or <laughs> It's kind yeah. of both. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of chickens and we just started a small family of bunnies. Nice. Um, pretty soon here, we're going to start probably getting a greenhouse going so we can have stuff growing all the time. Cool. You know, taxes came back so we can start like putting money into that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, we have a lot of land that we just need to start managing. Self-sufficient. Don't have to. You can you can produce your own food and stuff. That's great. When the yeah. the zombie apocalypse happens, Chad, I'm going to be coming at your door. Hopefully, you will accept myself in. Um, yeah, and we can live off uh, your <laughs> your produce. Uh, but other than that, uh, Chad, I mean, how are things going? Like geek wise, anything anything new? Um, anything new that you've discovered? Anything that you we did talk about what you've been watching, but uh, any maybe any rec recommendations for loonies? Let's see, recommendations. Uh, as far as reading goes, the third book in the Patrick Rothfuss uh, Name of the Wind series is coming out soon. Okay. And I We've all been waiting for that for years. Yes. <laughs> it's a... Uh, like I said, the third one in the series, and he's been teasing us for way, way too long. Right. And it's beautiful fantasy series. Okay, let me, what I'm going to do, I haven't done this ever before, Chad. I'm going to take a pen and paper out. And I'm oh, gonna actually, shit. I know, they do They do still exist, and I'm, I'm going to note this down so I can add this in the show notes. So listeners, um, I'll put this in the show notes. Na sorry, Name in the Wind, was it? Um, it's Patrick Rothfuss's... The King Killer Chronicle, and it's uh, the Name of the Wind is the first one. Name of the Wind. Okay, cool. Yep. If you need or want to check out more of that, loonies, there will be a there'll be um, a link in all the sh in the show notes for all this. Awesome. Um, anything else, Chad? Any any other? I mean, you did mention. I will say, what was the Last of Us? You t you talked about that TV yeah. show that was been pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, it's got Pedro Pascal as Joel. It has, uh, I forgot their name, a uh, young woman from... Game of Thrones, right? You Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I know the, I've got her face um, visually. Oh, sorry. It's, uh, they're gender fluid, so... Okay. They. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I can't... Mm, yes, I can't remember her name, but um, yeah, funnily enough, Pedro Pascal... Mm -hmm. I saw, I didn't realize he was actually in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I saw, did you see that article? Yeah, as a <laughs> young gothic version of yeah. himself. Yeah, it, was, it was, no, it was NYPD Blue that was he was in. Right, yeah, no, he was also, oh, what, was that another show? Or Yeah, that's another show. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, but... he, def he definitely was a vampire in, um, in Buffy. Uh, oh. it, only, I think, for one episode. Was, he was very clean cut and fresh faced um, back then but that was interesting yeah pedro pedro pascal enjoy his stuff mandalorian um yeah of course and and i always remember him more for for oberon uh game of thrones and that rather oh, yeah. harrowing scene uh when he faces um what is it the man mountain or i can't remember what his name is yeah he uh went up in a duel against the mountain the mountain and uh needless to say he fared pretty well until just the end bit <laughs> yeah no one expected that unless you've read it yeah 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 so um very cool i mean from my end chad i have been you know this is probably partly to blame for a little bit of slackness on my behalf um marvel champions um it's that it's that deck building game i know it sounds very oh uh marvel snap is what it is right is it no th this this thing um, oh that's the different one okay yeah so sorry loonies uh there is a video for this discussion so any visual references of you know we're showing stuff to each other but it's um it's from uh god what was it oh god fantasy flight games i think it's called uh it's a it's a deck building game i've only just started it but I played a couple of times just to try to get a hang of it. And then I watched a tutorial, Chad, last night on, on YouTube. It was a one and a half hour tutorial and I was engrossed, <laughs> engrossed, Chad. I was, and then coming out of it, it was like, wow, this is so cool. I want to, I want to play it now. So that's been keeping me busy. A lot of fun. Um, I managed to pick it up really cheap from a, a, a third party um, seller. So, uh, so very happy with that. Um, other than that, you know, um, just reading, reading a lot of like back issues of like Hulk, um, and Predator, uh, so Mooney's uh, gamma charged at all. Gamma charge. Yeah, exactly. The strongest one there is. I, um, yeah, Mooney has been admittedly, I think has been a little bit quiet. You know, we had that big flurry of activity with the TV show and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, with, it's like with all the releases that come out I, I, um, he doesn't feel very quiet no yeah i mean i guess is well i guess if anything the spotlight has kind of shifted like he's he had there's that moment where miss marvel she hulk and, and moon knight were released on tv and 
there's still stuff coming out. Like, um, oh, actually, I should say in, in our white noise, Rebecca uh, posted some some more merchandise that is going to be released. But, yeah, I mean, after that initial thing, you know, things have shifted now. Um, what are we looking at? It's you know, Quantum Mania and you know, mm. a couple of movies have come since. Uh, so he's kind of receded a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's good to, to reopen some of the old issues like we're, we're going to do now. Um, and I should say, yeah, before I forget, I haven't got this in the prompt sheet. So a bit of white noise, midnight news, uh, Rebecca, a big thanks to the high priest there, Rebecca, she posted up, there's going to be a couple more releases. I think some of them are con exclusive Chad, but there's a fun, yeah, there's like a Funko pop, uh, Tawarit um yeah uh, version which looks awesome so i've got to try it does mm. it's it's exactly how you would envisage it as a funko um very well detailed it looks looks pretty funky uh and nice <laughs> <laughs> thank you and then there's a couple of i don't know the the brand but I, i'm sure you're you've seen it chad uh, there's a backpack right of um in the style of moon knight um, I thought it was a purse or a side bag. And, and there's and there's a, a purse or a no. wallet. Yeah. So there are two. Um, one looks like a really like small. It's like a day a day pack, a day backpack, um, or or it could be a kids one because it I don't know the the proportions look small. But yeah, there there is like a longer like purse or wallet. Um, so yeah, so it's, things are still coming, which is good. Um, so hopefully we get. Hopefully we'll get a bit more. There's been talk of Moon Knight being, you know, popping up in, uh, you know, Secret Wars. I mean, that's way down the track, Chad. But, um, you know, I haven't heard any more speculation on season two of Moon Knight. I don't know about you. I haven't heard anything yet, but I kind of have hopes for at least one pop-up during the next season of What If?, Oh, that would and, be good, actually. Yeah, that and that doesn't take much effort, you know, so to speak. Uh, if it's like a voice commitment by Oscar Isaac, that, that would be pretty good. So, and he's a great voice actor. So, oh yeah, he's got a very yeah. I don't know about you, but his Mark Spector rendition, his voice. It's like you can. It's almost as if it's coming from like it's it's really well crafted voice, um, very kind of radio voice, I'd say. Um, when he puts that on, I mean, also is Stephen Grant for, for that matter. Um, but yeah, um, let's see how he does as Jake. That's kind of the yeah. Up in the air. Well, that's what we've got to have, right? I mean, that's what we're waiting for. We only got him towards the end, so um, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't know if there's any more like bits of news. I thought I'd just pop that in there before I forget. Uh, I feel like there was something that came up recently, some kind of another merger of uh, superheroes, and oh. Mark was dressed kind of like oh yes, um, yes, uh, Spider Man. Is, is but it... he was all webbed up, like oh that money. was a that was a Declan Shelby variant cover for something. I think. I think you're talking about it. There was a, it was a hybrid of Spidey and, and Moon Knight because I saw an article, a, a stupid article. I'm going to say that right now, where it <laughs> said, it said, oh, um, uh, Batman w- finally has uh, right. something going up against him that's worthy of him, and it's a 
a hybrid of Spider-Man and, and Moon Knight. It's like, well, God, geez, here we go. Um, this crap again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but actually, you did remind me there is a oh, – here we go. Here's another eye roll event, Chad. There is another <laughs> Marvel event coming up. And to be honest, I'm not that – doesn't look that interesting. I think it's called um, – contest of chaos or something like that one of those generic names and apparently it's based on agatha harkness and and she's the the focal point and she's instilled some chaos magic in some of the superheroes and one of them is moon knight and you see him in the promo art he's actually in the background uh so i don't know whether he'll have a a one shot like he has similarly for uh, murder world and uh for devil's reign but um I think it's called Contest of Chaos. Please, anyone, um, pull me up on it. Um, but yeah, it's a, a, a magic-based thing. I don't know. It, to me, it doesn't look like it has any legs. It's one of those kind of do it and forget kind of events from mm. Marvel. You know, you know what I mean. It's not like yeah. a, a Hickman's Secret Wars, or it's not like a Secret Invasion. It's it's more like a what can I say? It's more like a, um, a secret empire, <laughs> you know, with crap. Yeah, one of those. That really has no consequence unless unless something massive happens. Um, yeah. It could happen. I mean, you never know when there's going to be like one of those linchpins for the future. Well, I tell you where, you know, I tell you where I think it's going to go. I mean, if, if they're definitely, again, it's gearing up for, uh, Agatha Harkness, um, her TV show, which is coming. Yeah. So I, you know, big speculation here, not, I reckon there's something big going to happen to Agatha and she's going to somehow be more firmly established in the Marvel universe, you know, coincidental because the TV show is coming. Well, it doesn't help that there's been essentially like no coverage of the magic stuff since multiverse. Mm. And there's been so many like essentially leaks in the universe, like all this magic shit happens and all of a sudden it just gets wrapped up at the end of that. Just come on. They're releasing demons. They're jumping through like universes. Come on. Can I get your honest to God opinion, Chad? Yeah. Um, of the of the MCU at the moment now, how how are you feeling with with the way it's going and the start of Phase Five? I'm not even sure if you've watched Quantum Mania, but w- what's yet. your yeah? What's your impression? Like, I, I'm interested because I'll, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> to be completely honest, I am not keen on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really really loved Multiverse of Madness, but I'm also like a Sam okay. Raimi fan. Yep. Like Evil Dead is my oh, jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. And it was just I felt like that was a very well done movie because it was like it was comedy, it was slapstick, it was mm-hmm. horrible, you know, it was everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. And then I started watching the shows because like, you know, just everything going on around here. And it's just I felt like it wasn't delivering like the past content, like the same quality. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you know, it just kind of felt let down. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I kind of get where you're coming from as well. I mean, I feel similar. I'm not sure if it's totally identical 
like reactions with you. Um, look, I, I'm still obviously, you know, I still I still bleed Marvel. Um, <laughs> I'm still pretty pretty well invested in it. I love it. It's it's great. It, it takes up most of my like daydreaming time. You know, when I get to just like just um, you know imagine and and whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's not obviously, and that's hard to do. It's not capturing that magic that happened in the lead up to what was the Infinity War and Endgame. That that first, you know, what the first three phases or something. That that whole build up was yeah. just absolutely magical. And I think actually, as time goes by, we'll come to appreciate how good like those phases were because. Um, I'm not getting fatigue from the movies and the content, but more so the, the, the multiverse aspect. I don't know if you, uh, I just feel it's just kind of, um, I enjoyed quantum mania. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of people pan it and it's been given awful reviews by critics and stuff and rotten tomatoes or whatever, but actually I really enjoyed it. Um, but I just feel it's really loose, like what they're doing. Like it's not, um, like as a whole, you know, um, as compared to Thanos as the big bad. And uh. I mean, maybe Kang, I mean, he's only just been formally introduced in, in quantum mania. Now we'll probably get some more of a, a bit more of a solid and consistent kind of trajectory of him as a villain and where the heroes are going. But at the moment, everyone's kind of playing their own games. I mean, you look at even like, you know, look at Moon Knight and, and She-Hulk, um, I have no idea where they where they are play. Are, are they at all connected to, you know, to to the greater scheme of things? But is this an intentional thing or not? And then I also read that Kevin Feige said that after this particular phase, phase four, which has give which has gotten a lot of criticism, um, I think Feige saying, yeah, the next coming phase is we're going to do a lot less TV shows because I think we got a lot of content like last year and the year before. You know, things came one after the other. Um, and yeah, maybe it wasn't the way to go. So maybe they're pairing it back. Um, we'll, we'll have, we'll have to see, but yeah, it's, it hasn't got the same vibe as me and I don't want to put a downer because I still love, love it. Um, but it, it's obviously it's not living up to, I think what the likes of Cap and Iron Man and, you know, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and, and all that kind of ensemble did for, for the first, first few phases. So anyway. Mm-hmm. you know just that was it i thought i'd just get it out there you know why not <laughs> so um anyway listeners we are here not only to pan the, the, the mcu um it's great look i still watch it all it's, it's fantastic i only recently yeah. watched uh, wakanda forever have you seen that as well chad yeah i loved it that was awesome that was really good i really enjoyed it yeah um i think uh namor did this is fantastic. I mean, I loved how he he treaded that line of he's really likable, but at the same moment he says things that are kind of brutal, and he does stuff that is yeah. He was he was the opposite of T'Challa. Mm. He was a good king, but he's an asshole. Absolutely, yeah. And but, it's like that's that's how you rule. You you mm. gotta be like a complete dick. Yep. But you have to look over your people. Yep. I mean, you know, you look at the likes of Doctor Doom, you'd see very much a similar sort of, similar sort of mold. But you know, when he just like killed uh, Ramonda, and mm. then he he says to them, "Look, you know, um, before he flies off, just you know, mourn your dead, 
you know, have a bit of respite and we're going to come back at you, you know, again. So, yeah. yeah, it's like I was thinking, oh, man, he's a he's a tough nut. But I, I liked it. I really did, really did enjoy yeah. it. Um, I really, I liked it. I enjoyed Riri as well. I thought she was really cool. Um, yeah, I didn't expect to like her. Me too. Just because, yeah. like, I knew nothing of what would they, like they were setting up. It was just. Absolutely. How are they going to shoehorn her into this? Is, nope. Yeah. That was that was fleshed out. Mm. Yep, hundred percent. It's exactly like you. Like I, I didn't know what to expect, and, and I had no prior really knowledge of Riri other than you know the the surface level that she builds a, an armor and she's quite smart. Uh, but I found her pretty funny and she's pretty cool. So hope to see her soon um, in more uh, more things. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so listeners, sorry, we, we are getting sidetracked. It is a little bit of fun. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, what we are doing, yes, is the Midnight Sun. I shall put that back up on again. Uh, Midnight Sun, uh, Moon Knight, Volume 5, Issue 8. So Moon Knight, Volume 5, Issue 8. This is Midnight Sun Part 2, The Dead Don't Stay. Uh, release date, March 14th, 2007. Cover date, April 2007. We have writer Charlie Houston with pencilers uh, David Finch and inker Danny Mickey with Crime Lab Studios, which I'm assuming they do all the computer-generated stuff. Uh, colorist Frank D'Armada, letterer Joe Caramagna, and editors Daniel Ketchum with Axel Alonso. Now, this is available also. I might just chuck it up there now anyway. This is available also, obviously, in floppy format. It's in digital. You can buy a copy of the digital off the Marvel app or on Kindle or Comixology. Uh, it's on Marvel Unlimited. Um, there are countless trade paperbacks which have come and gone. Uh, and I'd have to say the most recent release of this would be in the uh, the Houston Horowitz um, Benson Omnibus, which was released, yeah. I think, last year. So... You can you can watch you can relive it in all its glory there and in, in like the larger print, um, fantastic stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Chad. I mean, like um, you you obviously have read this before and many times. Um, yeah. Yes. Where are you reading this one from? Are you reading a digital copy or? Oh, you know, sailing the seas. Sailing the seas, yo ho ho. Bottle of rum. I am um, <laughs> actually just, uh, coffee. Coffee, <laughs> okay, coffee as well. Uh, yeah, I've just got the old the old trade as well, which is nice and handy. Um, good to read. So, Chad, as always, what we do is a bare bones, and this time it is uh, provided to us by Wiki. Mm -hmm. um, I've got. I'm not sure if Chad, have you got the prompt shared up with you by any chance? I can in just a minute. Okay. Cool. So what I'm going to ask Chad to do, I think I, I have color-coded this. Um, if we can do half each, that would be cool. And what we do, loonies, for those that um, haven't listened to us, we'll read the synopsis so you get a gist of what this story is about. Uh, we'll give our overall impressions, and then we'll head into some key moments um, sprinkled with a bit of notes, um, anything that we found interesting in the story, uh, anything worth you know, noting, of course, and before the, uh, before the end, Chad and I will give it a a Konishu rating uh, from his rating system. Um, yes, so Chad, have you, would you happen to have it handy? Yep. Cool. So if you would be so kind to kick us off on the bare bones for issue eight. Yes. 
Let's see here. Flashback. It is the early 1990s, and mercenary Mark Spector and William Cross are stationed on top of a roof of a building. Mark aims a high-powered sniper rifle at the building across the street. Just as military officials escort a prisoner across the quad, he executes a blonde-haired woman who apparently revealed highly classified state secrets. Cross indicates that she had been previously brainwashed and that she only revealed information already programmed inside her mind. Executing her was done merely to make the Germans and Russians nervous. Which, that's funny because of who Cross is. Yes. It's Crossfire yes. who mentally manipulates people. It's like, yeah, it's him. <laughs> it's very good, yeah. The present. Captain America stands in Mark Spector's mansion in his civilian attire, addressing by his former rank of sergeant. He warns Spector to stay clear of events involving the current civil war. Spector's maid, Netta, who, by the way, why is Netta so aged out? <laughs> well, it's been tough taking care of Mark, you know? I think, you know, she's literally just 30. No, no, I don't know. Are you joking? But no, she, in this instance, uh, Houston does make her a bit older. Yeah. Yeah, a lot older. <laughs> anyway, comes into the room and tells Cap how she grew up admiring him. Distracting Mark even further is Conchu, adopting the visage of the late mercenary Bushman. Conchu urges Mark to kill Captain America. Fortunately, Mark has grown quite accustomed to ignoring Conchu's violent demands. <laughs> After Cap finishes speaking, Mark fires back, criticizing the war, comparing it to a sordid love affair between Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. He goes on to say that Steve and Tony are trying to prove who has the bigger superpower. Having settled very little, Cap repeats his warning and exits the mansion. Mark later goes out as Moon Knight uh, and he meets up with Detective, Detective Flint who has been investigating a rising string of murders. The crimes have all the earmarks of the Midnight Man but for the fact that the original Midnight Man died several years ago. Flint even disinterred Mogart's remains and tested his DNA just to be certain. Moon Knight tells Flint that he'll look into it. While on patrol, Moon Knight comes upon a hood attacking a young woman. He brutally dives into him, wrapping him up with a length of chain. Later, Mark returns home where he meets with his physical therapist. Elsewhere, the mysterious Midnight Killer claims another victim. He cuts off their arms and legs and begins swinging them over top his head in glee. There you go, Looney's um, a rather grisly. I found it, Chad, um, and jumping back into this series, a rather grisly graphic um, portrayal of Moon Knight and the villains. Yeah, I think it's very uh, early 2000s. Like, mm. it did that color just fine. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really weird that when he started, like, going in with all the chains and stuff, 
I got hints of like this current run with Jed McKay when he got eight ball hanging up over <laughs> the uh, car contra- or, uh, car mm-hmm. compactor. Yep. It's like, some things don't change. <laughs> yeah, that's a great observation. I think there definitely harks back to it. I think Jed's, you know, giving a little bit of a nod and a wink to that because, yeah, I mean, he's absolutely brutal with the chain. He actually uh impales the guy's cheek with a hook at the end of it you can see it in the uh in the um on the page uh overall though chad what do you think i mean given that this was a mid-2000s comic and it's very i mean it's a lot a lot of loonies's favorite you know iteration Mm -hmm. of moon knight um how did you find coming back and revisiting this uh amidst you know casualties of war amidst uh the civil war as well i was pretty happy with it mm-hmm. yeah i like it felt like a lot of uh there was a lot of representation for different parts of mooney that were seen mm-hmm. and you know he had restraint but he wasn't shirking from his duty you know yeah it was on point mm. yeah i i'd agree as well i think I was pleasantly um, surprised because it, it, it's been a while since I've read this, you know, so a lot yeah. of it does seem, although you know the, the gist of the story, a lot of the scenes and the the build-ups and the sequences, you know, appear new because, you know, I was obviously just can't remember it all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I was surprised at at the, I guess, the, the tone of it, like just how kind of violent it is and... Uh, in one of my points straight away, I, I just put in, um, I found there was a <clears throat> distinct parallel between Jeff Wilde Midnight and what he's doing. And you see Moon Knight, how he's meeting out justice. You know, they're, they're both very violent. I mean, we get, this is, to me, this is almost like max level because I don't think you'd see it in today's comics, you know, where Midnight is, is swinging severed limbs around and, uh you know that sort of stuff uh even <laughs> i mean with uh becky clunan's run on uh punisher, punisher. Yeah. it was pretty violent yeah 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 that's yeah true I, I don't know but maybe it's it's the the art by finch as well i mean even just you know we should talk a little bit about just issue seven the way it kicks off as well yeah. there, there was a sequence there and you know for anyone who's a mooney fan you'd know it it is jeff wild i mean there are hints there um flint talks about it being midnight man and we see in issue seven uh, the old like sewers that have like the platforms um which was yeah. very much anton mogart's kind of hideout uh we see jeff overtaking that but there's a sequence there with the nurse chad where she's pretty much she rips off part of his jaw and she's doing mm-hmm. stuff to his face and i'm thinking man this is really kind of like graphic um so yeah, yeah i mean so stuff like that and then and then in here um and he's dealing like you know where he gets a guy in chains the crime involved there that's that's he's pretty much the guy's a rapist right he, he pretty much yeah. was taking uh, advantage of it it was a rapist gang and oh, rapist, yeah, yes because there was more than one yeah right exactly yeah I mean, this is pretty dark stuff, you, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of was great. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but it was like kind of shifting gears to get back into this this really dark world. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, look, one of the the main things, uh, key moments, I guess for me would have been the opener as well, Chad. Uh, this was a really cool, and you mentioned it in the readout. Uh, we get a nice reference to Crossfire. That's a very deep dive from Houston. He's he's going back oh, to, yeah. yeah. What's he going back to? Um, is it Defenders? Uh, that's uh, the uh, mid eighties Defenders Ma- crossover. Or is it Marvel Two in One? I can't remember. Yeah, oh, two yeah, in one. Two in one. Yeah. So yeah, that's the eighties. That's like twenty years before this. Um, yeah. But but we get a more grounded. I guess a more for better, all intents and purposes, a more serious, realistic cross, you know? Um, yeah. I can't remember. He's not Darren Cross. Darren Cross is um, his brother. Um, but Crossfire, I can't remember his name. William uh, Cross. We William, reading, I think it's, yeah, William. Yeah, William Cross. Um, yeah, we get a bit more of a realistic kind of how his skill set is applied, like realistically. Uh, and this is a murky job as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're literally in an alley taking out a witness who went ahead and just spilled her guts yep. but he put that information in her mind yes yeah which is interesting so it's like holy crap you yeah. are just setting someone up you need to fall and that's what this entire hit is oh yeah she is an absolute pawn or as you said in the thing the only intent is to uh, um showcase this to the Germans and, and the Russians um, and to kind of send a message. Uh, the poor woman, and again, like we're talking about um, graphic nature, even the way, even though you don't see it, just the way it's implied here with these panels, Chad, I think is just awesome. Um, she's kind of meekly coming out. you got, she's in someone's sights, um, like marks or you know, crosses. And then next you just get this splatter on the wall. It's just pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, and you get the reactions of the person in front of her and the and the guy behind her. Um, very brutal stuff. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this because this this also gives us a, a, an insight into Mark's uh, past again. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. It also touches on Cross being kind of misogynist in the uh, mm-hmm. dialogue. He's trying to tell it like really oh, yeah. depreciating joke. Yeah, and Mark is just. I don't care. I've probably heard it. Yeah. I've probably heard it. No, I haven't heard this. It still sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, a good way that Houston has kind of captured in only a couple of pages uh, the, the type, the character of Cross, you know, and, and the world that Mark yeah. is in. Like, he's in amongst this. He's working with this guy. He's allying with this guy to do this. Uh, so... No wonder Mark has such um, a, a guilt, you know, with with his uh, his past, what he's done, uh, and yeah, and and we get a bit more into his past as well. Like I always love seeing; uh, it's always just implied, you know, and uh, you see a bit of it in Mark Spector Moonlight, the '90s series about his his Merc days. Uh, but yeah, it's always good to see. We see in High Strangers his CIA kind of <laughs> connection, so it's good to see. Yeah. <laughs> High Strangers is such a trip. It was like, a weird trip. Literal and figurative. Yeah, it was. It was great. Anything to do with the Loch Ness Monster. Did you see that thing about the Loch Ness Monster, Chad? I like telling people about it. Did you see the thing online? You know the famous photo of the Loch Ness Monster? You know, that kind of blurry, um, 
the black thing. It's actually a whale. Yes, um, a whale's yes. penis. A whale's penis. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's probably what it is. And we've built yeah. this whole mythology over it. And there was just some whale kind of courting some female whale, um, or you know, just having a fun time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw it in there, loonies. Uh, Chad, I mean, we can, you can, we can bounce totally. Um, we don't have to mm -hmm. go um, sequentially through this issue, but uh, what was another big key moment for you? Like what kind of really was the, were the main themes of this, this issue? <sighs> to be completely honest, there was a, like one moment with uh, Cap, Yep. He was like scowling and being all like dour and whatnot. Yeah. And he tries to level with Mark. But the thing is, he's wearing his armor underneath his fatigues the entire time. Yeah. It's like he can't trust Mark completely. Oh, like, would you though, Chad? Would you? <laughs> like, no, but yeah. like, if it came down to Cap versus Mark in. Yep. Like this era, mm -hmm. I, I'd mark it up to Mark. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing Cap could do at this point. He didn't have a shield. Uh, All he yeah, had yeah. was his armor and his yeah. wits. And Mark was like his behavior right now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I love this depiction of Mark as well. And again, going back to issue seven, there's again a sequence though you know you're, you're talking about going up against cap short but cap cap has got the super soldier serum right um yeah because mark there's a sequence in issue seven which is is glorious it's where mark's getting out of bed um mm -hmm. and there are just creaks and cracks from his bones and joints and he's even cursing and and groaning as he gets out of bed and um i think samuel samuels gives him like a water um, I'm not even sure if he's given him a, an aspirin or something, but Mark goes, oh, you're trying to poison me. Um, but I love it just how it shows his, I guess, his um, hu human frailty. Like, he's a superhero. He goes out, but like, he is he is hurting. You know, you see the likes of Daredevil yeah. and Punisher because they're essentially human um, doing mm -hmm. superhuman stuff. The same is with, with Moon Knight. Um, everything is kind of pushed to the limit like his knees are only just healing as well that's not that long ago that he was yeah. kind of wheelchair bound so um yeah so yeah anyway um this sorry going back to this uh confrontation with cap i thought was really good as well and we've got to we did mention that this is part during the civil war so um yeah. actually i like how this this arc kind of traverses that event and doesn't linger too much on it, but it, it essentially, essentially is, you know, part of it. Um, it doesn't I, glance over it at no, all. No, it ties in pretty well. And I think you get a substantial cap here um, because frankly, the actions of Moon Knight would come up on the radar of both Tony Stark and Cap. You know? Definitely. Uh, more so, uh, you could argue more so Tony because he's, he's, Signed the registration act, and he's got this wild dog, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, literally, he he threw Spectre off of a building <laughs> while he was running for mayor. It's like <laughs> <laughs> into a rally for the registration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what else you could count with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so so it's good. I mean, I like this tension that uh, that the Civil War. I don't know about you, Chad. I, I enjoyed the Civil War um, event uh, for oh, most. No. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just holistically, I think it was a. It was good. It was quality <laughs> stuff. By me, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was done. It was done well, and particularly a lot of the tie-ins, I think, were handled well, rather than just like lip service to the event. Um, so, um, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, uh, the chat with Cap is is quite cool. I found it really fun. How Conchu? I mean, no respect, of course. Obviously, Captain America, one of the bastions of of our world and leader of the Avengers, and here's Conchu just going, "Kill him! Kill him!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, again, so we 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 pop up. This is very much the Houston run where you get a it's almost like American werewolf in London. You get the oh yeah decaying with Jack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the decaying kind of conscience or, you know, influence from the outside. But I like uh, I like how Mark really gives it to to Cap. And there not only is it about who who has the biggest superpower, there's the other one here. Oh, what does he say? He goes what, get a room. You, why don't you, you and Stark, just get a room? <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, so um, I didn't, I mean, not that you really need to know here, but Chad, did you, what was happening? Cap was whisked away by, I'm assuming, was it Wanda or someone or Brother Voodoo? He, he's got some weird kind of. I think it was a projection. It wasn't actually him. Oh, there. it was a projection. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. And he just kind of. I, th- I thought he was whisked away. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, th- I thought another great uh, component of this issue would, again, be... So we get the, the Civil War aspect of it. You know, we get Mark's role in the superhero society, but th- there's something happening as well. There's um, There are these murders... Uh, so I, I also enjoyed the conversation with Detective Flint. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought that was really good. Very consistent. I mean, in the early, in the bottom uh, run, obviously Houston writes him. So I love how he's got that kind of, what do you call it, um, nuance of just like going, sure, 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 sure. You know, that that's his kind of uh, Flint's, I don't know, mannerisms. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he has a, I mean, obviously he's trying to find out what's happening here. They think it's Midnight Man. And I love the fact, as you called it out in the in the wiki, that he exhumes uh, Anton Mogart. Like, you know, because Mark's going, oh, he may be dead, but no one ever really dies like in this universe. And he's going, well, we especially literally. Especially Mark. Exactly. Well, he knows better than anyone else. But Flint goes, no, no, we actually exhumed him. <laughs> we we took a, a sample. He he's dead, so it's not him. Um, which right away, Mark would be thinking. I reckon. I re- you'd be thinking Midnight Man. You'd be thinking Midnight before Midnight Man, surely, wouldn't you, Chad? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially considering you know all of Midnight's you know background right now is yep. like you know aliens you know just like extraterrestrial yep. shit he's probably in some other part of the galaxy <laughs> yeah but no no anton mogart as well um pretty much just limited himself to 
to stealing art. You know, that was that was a, the main thing. Uh, I like the little reference, the call out to him being disfigured, which we see mm-hmm. in uh, off the top of my head. I think it's Moon Knight four or five or something uh, with Midnight Man, where he falls into what is it, Chad? It's like a sewer of like sewage toxic. treatment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sewage. So basically, he got disfigured from poo. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poo and cleansing chemicals and clean- like, oh yeah the cleansing chemicals and that's yeah. really <laughs> yeah there should be a, a backup story for the midnight man anton he should oh, they should i don't know somehow he somehow comes back to life but um yeah that's like shredder business yeah <laughs> yeah it's um, like you know dumped in trash compacted yeah came back Toxic Avenger. That's what I'm thinking. So, <laughs> Toxy. Oh, there's going to be another uh, Toxic Avenger movie. Oh, is there? Really? Yeah, starring Peter Dinklage. Oh, cool. Lovely. In yeah. the titular role? or? Yeah. Oh. Cool. I'm a big fan of Dinklage. I, th- I think it's great. Um, cool. I'm wondering what they're going to do with it. But anyway. <laughs> well, Just well, things you hear about. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to wait and wait and see. Um, yeah, so you know some grisly stuff happening here. With uh, I'm just trying to quickly um, see. Uh, there's a I don't know a little bit of tension uh, actually towards the end here with with Flint and Moon Knight, and Flint says, you know, other cops get Spider Man. No, I get I get the damaged one. I get the king of the rejects. So <laughs> And that's uh, rough considering their past. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that too. Yeah. yeah. It's like all the times Mooney swept in, helped out, mm-hmm. did the impossible, and Flint's just unappreciative. Yeah. I, I get I mean, on his uh in his defense, I guess Mooney has ramped up his level of violence and stuff since uh things. So maybe Flint has taken I mean, actually Flint has been dealing with his victims with crescent moons carved into their head so yeah so maybe he just feels a bit fed that's up a good point. point yeah um can i I'm, just say that yes. flint a looks better with a mustache <laughs> flint, yeah. and b at the beginning of his uh intro here mm-hmm. he caught a crescent moon and shattered it no, I think Mooney just um, didn't he hit that into he he cut Flint's. Oh God, I'm going the wrong way. Uh, sorry, just with some panels here. I think Mooney cut the cigarette from Flint's. Um, is that what it was? Yeah, let's have a look. God, why isn't why isn't this going backwards? Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, God, let me let me. I'm just trying to take it back here. So there's that one. Let's go back. I think Mooney throws a crescent dart, and he he clefts. The, the Siggy in two. Ah, you're right. Yeah. Which is really a flourish there. It's yeah. To see. And then he's just holding the butt, which, you know, adds to why Flint would be pissed off at Mooney as well. I mean, he just got thrown a, yeah. a dart at his face and just missed him. Um, so, Mooney, I don't know what you're doing there. Uh, but I did like the way that Moon Knight, um, you know, all levels of justice, he says, uh, Flint. What does he do? He drops the chewing gum wrapper on the floor, and Mooney goes, "Pick up your garbage, detective. No one likes a little bug." He's <laughs> like, even literally. Ironic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, 
nothing escapes his, uh, you know, his purview as a, a superhero. Uh, littering, jaywalking, you know, and ripping limbs off leg of people and <laughs> murdering them. He does all of it. He does all of it. So, uh, um, have you got uh, any other points there, Chad, that you wanted to raise? Um, uh, not I mean, off this issue. Yeah, I mean, we could, I guess, oh, there's not really much of Midnight. I was about to say, because that is the focus that's coming up. You, you know, we still yeah. don't get, until next issue, we still don't get his reveal. So unless you're a Moon Knight fan, you'll really not have a clue who this guy was. And even the reveal, if you hadn't read a lot of Moon Knight or Amazing Spider-Man, you wouldn't know who this guy was at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that yeah, that's bubbling up. Um, we talked about oh, how about Ned's how about Ned's tie to Cap? That was pretty. That was pretty cool. I thought you know yeah. Um, because Netta, for all intents as well, is very much was very much a one dimensional character, um, all the way back in the Mench run. Uh, now Houston has actually given her a little tie to Captain America, and I don't know. I love it when Cap gets recognised. Um, by the older generation and just mm -hmm. kind of thank him for what he does. So Sonetta, that was great. I mean, that's actually added a bit more to Netta. And and in that small space as well has given her a bit more of a back history. Uh, so she mentions something about her, her parents. Uh, let me just go back here. Uh, yeah, just down here. Uh, when she was a girl in Vienna, my mother was Jewish it was subject to the the blut und ihre laws and my father sent me to england um i was a baby um but the blitz i was old enough to remember uh yeah and so yeah so she had this kind of she looked up to cap um and yeah it's i don't know i just thought it was a nice little touch from houston yeah yeah and italy at that time there was a lot of uh classes strife so mm. they were jewish in italy yeah oh right. crap oh yes yeah yeah for sure um yeah so pardon me um yeah nice nice little touch there the only last thing i would do i would say chad before wrapping up this issue would be i guess the end bit which it's not much of a cliffhanger but it introduces rob um back into I guess it reaffirms um, Rob as, as the PT, the personal trainer mm -hmm. for, for Mark Spector. Uh, and I mean, we'll see this later. This, this is, this will become a recurring theme later on throughout this whole run, like the 30 issue run, it pops up later in the Benson run about Rob. Um, he must be attracted to this, uh, this danger that Mark kind of exudes. Uh, and then, we do get, I mean, I think it's in the next issue, but we do get a lot of conversations with Rob, uh, put strain on their relationship uh, with the fact that Frenchie is trying to give him advice, like just don't get too caught up in Mark's world because everybody gets hurt, you know? So, yeah. Um, so we got a bit of an introduction here, like Rob, for me, I, look, I can't reread all this dialogue really quickly, but he is, he kind of, uh implies a little bit of a like a fanboyish 
like yeah. nature towards Mark. Um, very excited that he's the the personal trainer. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he talks about like a superhero and yes, yeah, exactly. Well, there's a fun little bit where he talks about Luke Cage and he talks about his old costume with the big yellow puffy shirt. Um, how we should rock that again. Um, but yeah, you, I, th- I think what I gleaned from it was his his like playful banter with Mark was one of just excitement. He's like a puppy, you know, um, mm-hmm. with, with Mark because he's just happy to be amongst a, a real superhero. Um but yeah, uh, any other notes there, Chad, that you'd like to make mention before we give this a rating? No, I no? think that's it. All right. Well, uh, out of Connishu's rating uh, 1 to 10, what would you give uh, this? And I would say how many out of 10 impaled cheeks? <laughs> I think I'd give it an 8. An Big, eight. beautiful yellow man. Nice. So Chad gives that an 8 out of 10. Yeah, it's good. I, I, look, I gave it a 7. I gave it a solid round, boy. Um, I really did enjoy it. Um, I think, you know, without spoiling too much, I think I enjoyed 9 more because just there was a hell of a lot of action, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But this was a great This was a great one. This this um, was a great exposition. Uh in not so far as the Midnight Sun stuff, because that is almost like a, a side story in this issue. The, the main mm-hmm. purpose was more character development, which I love from, from Houston Moore, diving into Mark, uh, Mark's character, but his relationship with the current trends. Uh, so we get Captain America, who, you know, out of all of them, out of all the other superheroes, you know, you pick Captain America to, to, to uh, talk to Mark, and, you know, he's like the boy scout or you know one of the uh, most pure i think of the superheroes up against this kind of really um rogue superhero in in moon knight i thought it was very interesting um as well as yeah the the, the likes of uh of detective flint netta rob uh, they all added a little bit of something in this so yeah i think i'll give, give it a seven out of ten yeah, well, there you go, loonies. Uh, let us know what you think. It's still early. I don't think we got any uh, any bites, Chad, in the discussion thread. Um, come on, loonies. I know people love this run. Like I hear so much about how people love the Houston run. Let your voice be heard. Let us know. Let us know what you think. I mean, did you like this issue as well? Um, if not, if you didn't like it, why didn't you like it? I know some people don't like David Finch's art chad you know and that's a purely subjective thing i mean that's totally in their rights too um Mm -hmm. as you said like as you mentioned this is very like early 2000s sort of comic so it has has that particular flavor but loonies let us know what you think uh we'd be great to hear from you the discussion can still roll over our social media platforms discord facebook twitter uh, even Instagram as well. Let us know what you what you'd like, um, and what you didn't like. Well, Chad, thank you so much for for this uh, this episode. Um, anything that you'd like to to plug or care to 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 let the loonies know, um, or something I can put in the show notes. Hmm. 
Not offhand. No. Just you'll probably be hearing from me pretty soon. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That that we can be sure, uh, for sure. Um, I mean I'll put in also Chad uh Captain Harlock um yeah. links uh, in the show notes as well. You can find Chad there. Um his other yeah. uh his other passion. Um you know, just Shit posting, making memes, all that jazz. <laughs> all that jazz as well. Yeah, it's, it's top stuff. Go check it out. Links in the show notes. Um, so let you know as well, uh, on my side of things, uh, just recently released a Spider-Woman episode to know who is to fear her. Uh, Saren and I, we look at the first issue of the Bendis run of New Avengers, which kind of slowly, what well, is the beginning of what will eventuate five years later uh into secret invasion so uh so it, it is a, a seminal moment chat actually new avengers issue one is the first time we see jessica drew uh, back in comics for you know 20 odd years like she she you know after the volume one series and some like incidental cameos here and there like in the avengers um she actually and like yeah. sword stuff and, and all sword that stuff. jazz yeah she um oh yeah she comes back um so yeah that's exciting uh that's out and uh yeah there's a bonus episode on predator and prey with the boys over there hutu clan uh we chat with josh pruitt he's a writer um a tv writer emmy emmy nominated tv writer uh author and storyboard artist and we chat with him about many things um and one of them is his entry into the anthology of the Predator novel, Eyes of the Demon, his uh, story, Ghost Story. Uh, Josh is a yeah, fantastic guy to chat with. So, yeah, go check that out. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, next phase, loonies, just uh, just keep your, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Um, it's a little bit fluid at the moment. Uh, I'm not too sure. I had things planned, but I... Things might have to shuffle around, so just just uh, I can guarantee you the next episode will be episode three hundred and twenty-one. <laughs> That's all I can guarantee. It is three hundred and twenty now. It will be three, two, one. Next episode, um, everything else to be TBC. <laughs> um, uh, let me take this one off the cards here. Uh, video wise, I will post up a huge thank you, of course. Uh, to our Patroonies. Uh, thank you so much for all your support. Uh, please follow us, uh, support us, patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Uh, bonus episodes uh, will be coming. Uh, we dropped one just recently for February, just at the end of February. We've already got one for March. Uh, we've got a fair few coming up too. So uh, you'll get monthly episodes plus plenty of other incentives. Big thanks to the likes of Odin, Frank, Daniel, Mario, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Josh, Anthony, Russell, Michael, Drew, Matthew, Jonathan, and Dan, and again, patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Uh, our massive sponsors, Odin, Odin Sword, uh, Frank, The Think Tank, Fringe Night uh, by Daniel Doing. Oh, sorry, Daniel Doing, who does Fringe Night. Uh, you can support his uh, comic at patreon.com slash fringe night 27. Frank, The Think Tank, uh, he's got I Want to Fight It podcast. Chad, have you ever fantasized about monsters or comic book characters? All the time. Uh, fighting, yep. Well, yes, um, Frank and his uh, and his nephew talk about if they were to come against, say, a Minotaur, how they could take them down. Um, it's it's pretty fun. Go check it out. Uh, and uh, 
and uh, Odin Odin Sword. Uh, they haven't been that active lately, but you can catch their last year's catalogue of Drinking Marvel podcast. Uh, CLZ Comics, go check out collectors.com for how to get a good a good comic book database for your collection and use the code moon to get 20 percent off dreamland comics online store uh, we are part of the collective plenty of great shows there i'm just gonna say oh i'm gonna actually welcome new member comics over time so patroni dan newland uh, and his co-host Dwayne have uh have a new podcast called comics over time uh chad it's really interesting they uh, review comic books that directly inspire um plots and stuff from the mcu movies so oh. um, yeah so they recently did uh quantum mania you know the story points from there and the comics that influence that story um very interesting stuff people would know dan and Dwayne from phases of the moon Knight, they did a moon Knight podcast as well mm, okay um, so yeah so we've welcomed them with open arms into the collective uh please follow their show so a big shout out to them uh i might sh- post up here you can contact us feedback at itkmoonnight.com we've got a website itkmoonnight.com we're on facebook twitter instagram and youtube and the thing to remember is ITK Moon Knight. That's a handle for all of them. Uh, recently, YouTube, you can just type in youtube.com slash at ITK Moon Knight. Um, so that's easy to, to find us there. Um, with that, Loonies, a huge thank you once again. Chad, it has been awesome. Absolutely awesome. I have a feeling that things will continue <laughs> um yes but let's just very cryptic there um and i can hear a rooster chad is that yours yes that is one of three ah do they have names yes there is uh elvis there is chad that was hey. actually given to us before we had it so you know it's coincidental oh. <laughs> and then there is uh oh, I forgot the last one's name. Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, you know, Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know. Something really um yeah. No, excellent, excellent. Well, Loonies, we better go. Um thank you so much once again. And as always, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Bye. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Place a month.
Russell and I dive into the history of the Incredible Hulk in comics, film, TV, games, and more. That's right, Justin, and we rate and review all the Jade Giants media, good and not so good, with a smash or a gamma clap. And we put on the rant pants when When we And join us on Patreon to get exclusive bonus podcasts, prizes, and more at patreon.com forward slash Gamma Charge Hulk Podcast. We will see you real soon, Gamma Beasts. Stay green. Gamma Charge. The strongest podcast there is.